Good morning. Your time is currently 7.50. It is November 30th, 2020. Here is your wake-up call for Tuesday on KOPN Columbia 89.5 FM. I am your host today, Samir Knox. Um, Right now, it's about 44 degrees out. We're looking at a high of 55 and a low of about 34 today. Uh, Stay tuned for a full weather report in just a few minutes from uh, Jeff Wheeler, our uh, resident uh, weatherman. So um, let's get into some news. On the news front, it looks like I made it an all-COVID news day today. So apologies in advance for that, but we'll get through that and speak with our guest, Mandy Haxith, in just a minute. So right now, let's get into the news on the Omicron variant now in North America by Dennis Romero at the CBS News. This is from, quote, Canadian officials announced Sunday that the Omicron variant of the coronavirus has reached North America with two cases appearing in Ontario. Top Ontario health officials Christine Elliott and Kieran Moore said in a joint statement that two people who have recently been in Nigeria have tested positive for the variant. Contact tracing was being conducted to determine whether others in the country might be positive. The health officials said their strategy is to stop as many Omicron cases as possible from entering Canada. Uh, We continue to urge the federal government to take the necessary steps to mandate point-of-arrival testing for all travelers, irrespective of where they're coming from, to further protect against the spread of this new variant, the pair said. Ontario is focused on rapid COVID-19 testing on travelers who have been to South Africa, Botswana, Lesotho, Eswatini, Mozambique, Namibia, and Zimbabwe, the statement said. Um, And... To continue, I guess, taking that to a more local angle, this is by way of the Columbia Missourian, Matthew McFarland. Um, Health officials monitor new COVID-19 variant amid uncertainty. And they say concerns about a new virus variant called Omicron have led world leaders to take preemptive measures. Locally, health officials have been left to monitor the situation as information about the variant remains inconclusive. I think there's a lot that we just don't know yet. Laura Morris, co-chair of the COVID-19 Vaccine Committee at MU Health, said at a press conference on Monday. On Friday, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention labeled the Omicron variant a, quote, variant of concern, the first mutation of coronavirus to garner that classification since the Delta variant. And now I guess the uh, other angle I wanted to come at that with is um, all those things being said, uh, at the same time, uh, Courts halt vaccine mandate for healthcare workers. This is by Kara Shannon at the Columbia Missourian. Uh, they said a lawsuit filed by Missouri Attorney General Eric Schmidt and nine other states against the Biden administration received a ruling Monday halting vaccine mandates for healthcare workers in these states. The United States District Court, Eastern District of Missouri, issued a preliminary injunction halting the Biden administration from mandating that the healthcare workers receive COVID vaccines. The mandate was established by the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, an agency with the Department of Health and Human Services. It requires nearly every employee, volunteer, and third-party contractor working at 15 categories of healthcare facilities to have received at least one COVID-19 vaccine dose prior to December 6th. Now, with that being said, um, let's, uh, let's transition away from that for today, at least. Um, today, we will be talking to uh, our recurring guest, Mandy Hagseth, the Director of Policy and Advocacy from Missouri Family Health Council. In the past several weeks, we've spoken with particular focus on abortion and birth control rights in Missouri and the nation at large. And today, we'll be talking about the 2022 Missouri, Legislator, um, Missouri Legislature's pre-filing. My fault. Uh, Mandy, can you explain to us what's going on and uh, what's on your mind with this today? 
Yes. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. I can hear you great. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so tomorrow, December 1st, is the first day of pre-filing of bills for the 2022 regular Missouri legislative session. So basically what that means is that it's the first time that these proposed laws for next year start becoming um, public. And I think it's important to note that that doesn't necessarily mean that every bill is going to advance in the in the legislative process, but it does mean that a particular bill has been introduced, which is the first step in that process for it to potentially become law. So we're going to start knowing what bills are um, are have been introduced and could potentially become law. Is there anything that seems of particular concern to you or anything that you think uh, might come up in the next um, when this pre-filing session starts? It's uh, Wednesday, December 1st, so tomorrow. Yeah, okay. Um, what, what do you think is the significance of that, like on a policy level? Is there any policy that you're looking, that you anticipate, or maybe there's something to be uh, concerned about, I guess? Yeah, so I think the hope is that the legislature will um, focus on issues of everyday concern for Missourians, like increasing health equity, access to health care, you know, decreasing the state's high maternal mortality rate, and just focusing on other basic needs. Unfortunately, though, the expectation, especially because it's an election year um, and there are a lot of people running for different or higher office, that there will be a significant focus on divisive issues like attacks on health care, LGBTQ Missourians, race equity and the ballot initiative process, um, and especially reproductive health care. Um, and just a lot of political theatrics are expected in the process. I see. So um, is there, I mean, I guess it's kind of obvious, but just to kind of make it clear today, is, is there some precedent for that being the case, like with election year specifically? Well, I think it's always um, the case when people are vying for different or higher office, they have their campaign um, strategy kind of front and center in their mind. And so um, the bills that they support or don't support or the issues that they stand um, and speak to or against are often in line with what they believe to be the constituency that they need to be elected. And uh, I guess, uh, what do you think people should be looking out for, like individually? What should they uh, keep eyes out for? And what? Um, how do people also parse through something that might be a little too, uh, maybe uh, not high, you know, a little too... Uh, in the weeds for the everyday yeah. person. <laughs> yeah, um, that's completely understandable. So yeah, for those people that really want to get into the statute and kind of read through all the specifics, you could always go to either the House or the Senate website, house.mo.gov or senate.mo.gov. But an easier way and maybe a more digestible, digestible way to approach some of the bills, especially from a reproductive and sexual health care standpoint, Missouri Family Health Council's Action Network um, is an opportunity for people to um, get some of those smaller bits of those issues. You can join at mfhc.org forward slash action or follow us on social media. Um, but I think that in the wake of Texas's SB8 um, abortion ban going into effect, it's important to note that lawmakers across the country promised copycat bills including here in Missouri. And so that is also one expectation um, that is um, that we expect to see on Wednesday or thereafter. 
All right, everybody. Well, that was Mandy Haxa. Thank you again for joining us. Uh, yeah, that was a, a great thing to highlight is the uh, new legislative session. And, and maybe I think, uh, as we were just talking about, um, trying to bring people in who, who aren't necessarily, you know, fully qualified or engaged with the idea of um, uh, legalese and kind of uh, legislative um, the, uh, the, fi- the way legislature functions. So right now, let's get the weather report from Jeff Wheeler. Okay, good morning, Samir. Here is your Tuesday weather forecast, and it starts in 3, 2, 1. Good morning from Watcher of the Skies Weather Observation Station in West Central Columbia. Here's your official National Weather Service forecast for Central Missouri. Today, partly sunny with a high near 54 degrees. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low of 39. Wednesday, sunny with a high near 62. Thursday, sunny with a high near 70 degrees. The weekend looks pretty nice too. Saturday and Sunday, both sunny with a high near 49 degrees. Currently at the Watcher of the Skies weather observation station in west central columbia the temperature 39 degrees the relative humidity is 95 percent and the winds are calm that's your watcher of the skies weather observation forecast for your morning wake-up call i'm jeff wheeler all right everybody it looks like up next of course we have amy goodman coming in just a moment on democracy now 6 p.m we have evening edition with laura wacker and dan veets will be on at seven for sex drugs and civil liberties for the kopn wake-up call news team i'm samir knox thanks for joining us today